This is Past Due, Hustler's Phone Tap, a candid look inside the life of a working creative, with your host, Experience J. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is your girl, Experience J, and this is Past Due, Hustler's Phone Tap. For today's episode, I wanted to go a little into the background story of the past two audio series, which I like to say is loosely based on my life. The whole concept for Hustlers Phone Tap was created because I wanted to give a voice to those struggling, working, and even the closet creatives who relate closely to Past Due's main character, Kena Matthews. And yes, although I wrote and starred as Kena in this series, we are very different in a lot of ways. But the one thing that I really took from my real life when it came to portraying this character was that feeling of hopelessness and burden when it comes to not being able to fully live in your purpose. And for me, for a long time, this was a feeling I could not escape. And I felt like it was kind of eating me alive. And this series actually was a part of my therapy. So just a little background story. I work in special education. I'm a technology coordinator now. But at the time when I had the inspiration to write this series, I was a teacher's assistant. And I had been in education for a little over eight years. I actually got into education by accident. I had just come home from school and I could not find a job to save my life. Like, I think I worked at Tower Records or something like that for a while um, during like the summer and stuff. But overall, I could not really get into a career. And I was just like feeling down and out and like, shit, okay, what the fuck am I going to do? I got to make money. I got to be an adult. You know what I'm saying? So I happened to see a post. I don't know who sent me the post but there was this post about a school district looking for dedicated aides and if you're not familiar with that what a dedicated aide is basically they're one-on-one assistance for certain students with various disabilities and it was completely on a whim I had absolutely no experience but I reached out and within a few weeks I was paired with a little girl who was visually impaired and education pretty much changed my life at that moment I always enjoyed being around kids and stuff like that. I've always been good with kids, but I didn't ever think that I would be in education. I remember back in like 10th grade, (laughs) actually my geometry teacher used to joke around and be like, I cannot wait till you become a teacher because we used to give her such a hard time, but she loved us. And she would always be like, Crystal, I cannot wait till you become a teacher. I want you to get a student just like you. And I used to be like, education, no, 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 I'm going to be a writer, so we don't have to worry about none of that. So it's just funny that I ended up in education and actually fell in love with it. And I fell in love with it, but after a while, I think it just became redundant because there's a lot of politics in education that I don't necessarily agree with, and primarily in special education. And I won't even go there. I I won't even get on my soapbox today, but... Just dealing with that over the years has led me to my epiphany that although I enjoy kids, I love kids, I want to be somebody's mother one day and teacher overall in life, a life teacher, um, education is not my passion. Being creative is my passion. Writing is my passion. Music is my passion. It has always been. And although in certain aspects I could merge that, what I was doing at the time just started to become redundant. 
Now, don't get me wrong. I feel like education is super important. And I do I feel like in another lifetime or even at a different time, I would be able to do it? Absolutely. But I want to teach in the non-traditional way. Like, I don't want to teach at a school that's based on test scores or not necessarily a school, a district that's based on test scores or formal observations. I would like to teach people or share with people things that I love. I would love to teach like a creative writing class or a self-publishing class or something, something like that to where, you know, you sign up for the class and you're coming there willingly and you want to seek my expertise, if you will, then we'll go from there. Like that's the type of teacher I want to do um, where it can be hands on. There's not so many rules and things that just block the education process. But anyway, like I said, let me get off my soapbox. So I remember I was 29, the same (laughs) age as Kina um, when this story opens. And I I had that same moment as Kina, like, what am I doing with my life? Where is this going? I'm so talented. You know, I had written and published two or three books. It wasn't really hitting like I wanted it to. And I had written some songs that never placed and stuff. Y'all know the story. Y'all heard it. (laughs) But um, overall, I just began to feel like, okay, what's next? What do I do next? I actually heard Fruit. And I don't know if you guys know about Fruit, but Fruit was the first audio drama that I actually heard and I went apeshit. <laughs> All of my creative juices started flowing. I listened to season one um, and it was just, it was great. And just a little background story. So Fruit is a, like I said, an audio drama and it is produced by Issa Rae. And at the time, this is before she had blown up like she is now. Insecure wasn't even out. So um, she was just getting started with some stuff. She had, you know, the Awkward Black Girl series and stuff like that. But so it was during this time she was just really starting to emerge to where people was really like looking, you know, like, like, oh, shit. And the series is basically about a football player who is a homosexual and, um, He's a closet homosexual and he's just trying to figure out his sexuality. The storyline is just, I don't want to go too deep into it because if you guys can go look it up and listen to it, it's like so dope. But you just kind of get to to journey with him through his trials and tribulations as a mainstream football player and trying to get better endorsements because he's not necessarily the best on his team and transitioning from realizing he likes men and and so you just get to journey with him through life and I just thought it was so dope how it was switched from dialogue to his inner thoughts and I was like yo I could do something like this like my (laughs) low-key my whole brain is an audio drama half of the stuff that I was writing even for the character Kina I would literally be sitting there and it would just flow like you know I'm saying my brain is set up like that so naturally when I heard it like all these lights and flickers and shit started going off because I'm like yo I could do this and so I started writing not too um shortly after because like I said earlier it was a therapy for me I was not in therapy at the time so It was like my way of getting the shit out. I wrote it in about a month. I literally just sat on it because I was like, okay, I don't know what to do next. So I did. I took the first three episodes. So the first three episodes you guys hear um, was recorded and mixed and all that three years ago. I found voice actors and sound design person and all of that. And I just was like, whoever want to be on this project, come, come. You know what I mean? And 
I just received so much love at the time of people was like, I don't know what you're doing, but I want to be a part of it. And so many people just reached out. They It wasn't nobody asking for money or none of that stuff. And I didn't even know what I had at the time, honestly. So it was just a, a crazy time. And when I heard the first episode back, The Struggle, I was like in awe. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, you really did this shit. Like y'all really did this. I knew I had something with that. But yeah, so I said all that to say, I sat on this project for three years and maybe a year, um, a year after I initially wrote it, then I heard about the Black Widow podcast, which is an erotic series. And my homegirl, Markevia, who actually I had on the show the other day, she put me onto it and was like, yo, you remember fruit? Listen to this. And so I heard and it was like, yo, (laughs) I need to do this. And so it just made me like, okay, other people are doing this. They're being inspired. I need to go ahead and do something with my podcast. And like like I said, at the time, I had only those first three episodes recorded. I had them all written, but I only had those first three recorded. But fast forward to 2019, August, (laughs) I said, you know what? you need to stop sitting on this. It's been three years. You've seen podcasts start growing. Like you've seen it. Podcasts are popping right now. They were popping then. They're really, really popping now. Everybody and their mama got a podcast. What are you doing? And so I told myself on my 33rd birthday, a lot of people like to call it the Jesus year. It's funny because I really did feel like I had an epiphany. Like, yo, you need to get this out. This is the time. It's now or never. And I kept hearing that literally from August to when I dropped in October, I was hustling and bustling <laughs> to um get this series done. So I, you know, I went and I cast new voiceover artists and I went all in. I have never worked so hard in my life at a creative project than I have with this podcast. This podcast is really my blood, sweat, and tears. When I tell you up at 4 a.m., 3 a.m., and then have to be to work (laughs) by 7 a.m., pulling all-nighters, just making sure it got done because I believe in this project so much. I did all of that. So when I discuss with other creatives that finding the balance, it took literally everything in me to not just give up like maybe it's not the right time maybe you just need to hold off because you have too many things on your plate and so when I ask the question to the other creatives about how they find balance it's because at one point I felt like I couldn't I literally even while writing the series had a few breakdowns I was just emotionally all over the place and I was just like God help me (laughs) you know what I'm saying because I know that you didn't give me this gift for it to be in vain I went through a breakdown It was not a good time. Like I lost maybe like 60-ish pounds, which everybody was like, oh, you look great. But I was in turmoil internally. I didn't know how to escape it. Like I was literally going to work, but I was not there. I was there, but I was not there. And that has to be my lowest point. And actually, I don't even know if you guys can tell, but if you can listen to the first three episodes of Past Doom and hear my voice, there's almost a despair there. And that is very real. That despair is extremely real. I was not acting. And it's funny because the latter um, of the episodes 
episodes were recorded this year. And so I sound a lot different. And it took me so much to kind of have to go back to that point and reach back to that point to get that sound so that it matched up so you could still feel that vulnerability in my voice because I'm at a much different place now. But overall, this podcast has been life changing and I'm just so excited about the new things that I have to come. I've just been taking it one day at a time. I got a promotion and I it's something I enjoy. Do I want to quit and run away? and go write and create all day (laughs) absolutely that's still very much my passion but I know that my job is funding my dream right now and that's okay I'm just gonna keep pushing so whatever I have to do to keep saving to keep creating to keep pushing that's what I'm gonna do so that's how I find my balance it's just knowing that sometimes there isn't a balance (laughs) you know and so I guess through all of this what I want people to take from it is that sometimes you just got to do it. I know the first two episodes of Hustlers Phone Tap were very similar in the fact that both guests said sometimes you have to do it afraid. Sometimes you have to do it unprepared. And that is so true for me being a Virgo. And yes, I believe in astrology. Me being a Virgo, we have a tendency to want to plan things out, control the outcome, to know the outcome, and we have to be prepared before we do stuff. Getting to the point where I had to let go of that mentality, it it has been extremely, extremely hard for me. It has been so hard. It's like going against your will, going against, you know, your nature. And that feels weird and foreign, but it's one of the best decisions I've ever made because had I not just force myself to put out this podcast, I would not be here today. I would not be reaching people. And and I don't say that in a cocky or any kind of way. I don't take it lightly. The people who inbox me and tell me how much this story has touched them, that touches me. That keeps me going. That keeps me creating. And that's a beautiful thing when I get someone who reaches out and be like, yo, you are doing it. And when people say that, I'll be completely honest. I don't see it all the time. And it's not that I don't believe in myself, but I'm just so, I guess, focused on what I'm doing at the time. And I always feel like, okay, I could be doing a little more. I kind of put that pressure on myself to like, yeah, you did that. And you know, you got this many listens and that's good and all, but what's next? Instead of just enjoying the moment. And I'm trying to do a better job of just enjoying the moment. But it's, it's difficult because it's in my nature to naturally be like, all right, yeah, you did that. Now what next? So I do not take it for granted when people reach out to me and tell me how this series has inspired them, how I have inspired them, asking me questions and wanting advice and all that. That's That shit is so dope, like honestly, because I just never... I didn't know people <laughs> were listening. You know what I'm saying? You you know people are out there, but to get the overwhelming response that I've gotten from this podcast and it's still growing, um, but I'm at a loss for words. It's just been so great. I just look and, and even listening to this series, because of course, being a Virgo, I listened to this whole series myself as an avid listener <laughs> to, to hear everything I could hear. And the bottom line that I hear through all of it is growth. And I just remember where I was with those first three episodes and where I am now. And then it took a lot of prayer and a lot of meditation and a lot of healing and a lot of therapy because <laughs> I am in therapy now. 
it has been a roller coaster ride, but it has been a great one. And so this podcast has changed my life for the better. And I'm just so, so, so happy that I went against my own will. I went against myself <laughs> and put the shit out because I promise you, had I not said no, we're not doing this. We're not holding this a minute longer. I literally probably wouldn't have put it out maybe at all, maybe another three years, who knows. But um, I'm just so happy that I took that first step and stepped out on faith and just said, you know what, I'm going to do it. All right. What I want to really do before I close out, of course, is give you guys the mantra of the moment. And I also want to tell you a little bit about what is to come. I have so much in store and I just want to let you guys know what I have coming up. Right now, I'm doing so much writing and sound design, and I'm so excited for 2020, guys. First, I want to tell you guys about my new audio drama that is coming out on Valentine's Day. So I will have links in the description box, and I will be posting about it on social media. So don't worry, I will post it on all of my other platforms. If you're not following me on social media, you can follow Past Due Audio Series on Instagram and on Facebook, Past Due Audio Series. On Twitter, it's just Past Due Audio. You can follow us on any of those three platforms and stay updated with what's going on. We also have a YouTube page. I'm going to start really promoting the YouTube a lot more and start doing more stuff on there. The episodes are actually on YouTube, so you guys can like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. I appreciate you. My personal page is Experience J, and that's without the E, so X-P-E-R-I-E-N-C-E-J-A-Y on Instagram. On Twitter, that's Experience J with no A-Y, so it is X-P-E-R-I-E-N-C-E-J on Twitter. You can also type my name in on Facebook and find me and follow me. A lot of people like the words of encouragement and things like that that I post. So if you're on Facebook, look me up, Experience J or Crystal Judkins, which is my government name, but don't be telling everybody. (laughs) Okay, so let me get back on focus, guys. Sometimes I just, a Virgo, my mind is moving a million miles a minute. So let me go back. I have the Kiss audio series coming out, dropping on Valentine's Day. And I'm actually going to play a little snippet and it's very, very little because I want you guys to be so, so in shock that you tune in. Okay, so I'm going to post a little snippet at the end so you can just get a taste. I'm also going to put up a post about it. I'm going to drop all of the official marketing tools and things like that on February 1st. So we're going to do a 14 day campaign. So you're going to see Kiss the Audio Series everywhere. Trust me, if you love erotica, if you love psycho thrillers, if you love a little bit of comedy, this is the series you need to check out. You will love this. There are eight standalone episodes. I don't want to give it away, so I'm not going to tell you guys too much about it, but just tune in. I will put all of the links and make them all available. I want you guys to go follow and get ready. I currently host on Anchor. And so I will be creating another Anchor account for the KISS audio series. And so I'm asking that all of you who are subscribed via iTunes and all of that good stuff that you go listen over there. And like I said, I will have the link in the description. And I really, really hope you guys like it. So I'm super excited about that. So next um hustlers phone tap i really love where this is going i've been getting the outpour of people just 
saying how they really like where the series is going. It's only supposed to be a mini series. But what I've decided to do is to do about three or four interviews per season. So I'm going to take a little break. So I wanted to end off this season with me telling you guys a little bit about my story. So what's going to happen is March or April, I'll be back with three new guests to discuss how to balance creative life because this shit ain't easy, y'all. It really ain't. If you're interested in being interviewed, um, I do have a few people on the waiting list, but I would always, always, always love more. I'm going to be doing this seasonally, so I'll open back up in March. I'll have three new guests on and we're going to be talking about how we live this creative life. I just really, really hope that I'm inspiring you guys. I know I'm a little untraditional as far as a podcast host. I have no clue about what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just a creative and I'm talking and that's it. That's all. I'm enjoying it though. I'm enjoying being able to connect with you guys and um, you telling me what you want to hear. So I just want to talk to more creatives. If you're interested, hit me up. I can be reached at xshewrites at gmail.com. That's the letter X, she S-H-E writes W-R-I-T-E-S at gmail.com. Hit me up and let me know that you're interested in being interviewed. We can get it popping. So I'm super excited about that. And lastly, I know I mentioned one of my favorite podcasts, Black Widow Podcast. Shout out to Eric Dizzy and all his crew over there. I have actually been writing diary series for Black Widow, which has been a dream of mine. And I actually got to fulfill that dream. If you have not checked out the latest diary episode, episode 31, Crave, it was written by yours truly. I really, really had a lot of fun and I'm writing others and they should be out soon. Also, if you're interested in collaborating, connecting, I'm your girl. I'm just here to create and share my love with the world. That's what 2020 is about. And that's what's going to take me into this mantra of the moment. All right. So my mantra of the moment is brought to you by prophetess Janae Aiko. And it's her song, Stay Ready. I have been listening to it on repeat. Um, I've always been a fan of hers. And I've always been a fan of this song. But this week or this moment... I have been playing it ad nauseum. I'm just gonna say a little bit of the words because I'm not gonna play it. I don't wanna get sued and all that good stuff. But the line that is important, that I feel is important, there's no place quite like here. There's no better time than now. You gotta stay ready. You gotta stay ready. That is my mantra of the moment. In this current base that we're in, and even with all of the just shit that's going on within the last few days, you know, Kobe Bryant passing away, him and his daughter, and the other seven people on the on the helicopter, rest in peace. It's important for us to be present in this moment. And I feel like we get lost in the sauce. We get so caught up in the rhetoric of living. We get so caught up in the noise. And sometimes we let moments pass us by. But if I've learned anything in the last few days is to not just hold your loved ones close because that's been a a, a big thing. You just never know when it's the end for you. And I think not only just loving and loving on people, but just live. So many times we get so caught up in, like I said, the rhetoric and we have to learn to just live. And so that has just really, really been resonating with me. You got to stay ready. 
it's time for you to do it now. Like I said, I have a special I have a special place in my heart for those closet creatives because I've been there. Before I even published my first book, I always wanted to. And I, you know, I did little things like open mics here and there or writing poems or performing in my high school this or performing in my middle school that and talent shows and things like that but I was always known as the girl who, who wrote poetry or the girl who could write but I never really took it to the next level um, and so I had all of this inside of me that people really never knew because I was holding it it feels so good once you release it you know what I'm saying so if you're a closet creative and you're scared to just step out and be seen Trust me, I get it. Um, <laughs> I am not only an introvert, and a lot of people wouldn't believe me. I'm extremely shy. I'm an introvert, and I have social anxiety. And it's so funny because I just heard on the Therapy for Black Girls podcast, it was an episode about how to tell the difference between social anxiety and being an introvert. And I feel after hearing that episode, I am positive that I suffer from both. I have self-sabotaged myself so much. And this podcast has helped me. Like when I heard that, no, you need to do that. You need to do it now and you need to put it out. That was me going against myself saying no more. Like it took everything in me to fight myself to get it out because I didn't want to. Like I was self-sabotaging because like, what if this shit really works? You know what I'm saying? I think I've always wanted success. I think we all want success, but a part of me fears it a little bit. You know what I mean? And that's just me being really candid about it and being honest about it. A part of me fears that same success that I drive after and I strive for and I have to get out of my own way. And so right now what I'm doing and building and creating is me getting the fuck up out of my own way. I encourage all of you closet creatives who are in your own way, move, move, just move. That is my mantra of the moment. There's no place quite like here. There's no better time than now. You gotta stay ready. The saying goes, if you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. 2020, and I know I keep repeating the shit over and over and over, but I swear guys, 2020 seems hard. It seems like we've been slapped around all January, but believe me, <laughs> I just hear transformation, indestructible, empire. I just, that's, I keep hearing it. Dynamic, fearless. It's time. Be, be dope without fear. Be dope without fear. And so, yeah, I'm just going to end with that because I know I've talked too damn much. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for rocking with me. It's been a pleasure just being able to step from behind the acting and just chat with some of my closest friends who experience some of the same shit that I do. And I just look forward to opening and expanding that. And like I said, thank you guys. It's been incredible. I'll see you guys again in March. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Experience J and this is Hustler's Phone Tap. Later. You are now listening to KISS, the audio series. Wow. Hello? 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 Is, is, is anybody in here? Please. Help me. Please.